Welcome to Retail Nightmares. <laughs> Welcome to me. <laughs> Welcome to Retail Nightmares podcast. My name is Alicia and Ardeen Teresa Tobin, and I'm here with my my co-ghost Jessica, co-ghost and Ardeen Delisle. Sure. Hi. And with us tonight is first time guest comedian and actor. Maddie Kelly, how are you? I'm so good. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Welcome to Jessica's home. Yeah, thank you. Be to the inside of our podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the inside of my mind. It looks like this. It does. It's You know what's nice about it? Because I was looking in the bathroom as well. It's like beautifully curated. Mm-hmm. You have a color scheme. So everything doesn't look eclectic. I try. Well, it is eclectic, but it looks like cohesive. That's if, the word. If it's a color, I will have it. <laughs> yeah. Basically, that's my scheme. Jessica's recently really focused on framing and putting up some pretty great art. And I've got some art envy of a few pieces in here. It's oh, really? always nice to visit. Well, and see new new things. All basically by former guests, Aaron Reed. <laughs> oh, really? That's so cool. Yeah. I have many of his arts. It's funny when you have an apartment that is 420 square feet. 420. <laughs> it's actually 417, but I just say 420. Oh, no. <laughs> you know. Uh, legalize it. Um, it's funny when you have like an apartment that is so small and really talented artist friends and they keep giving you art or you keep buying their art and then you're just like, well, I need to put it all up. So yeah, I could use of space. I also just realized that 500 square feet is way bigger than I that I was thinking. Yeah. In my brain. Yeah. Because when I, because you know, when you listen to a podcast, you're imagining the scenario <laughs> and you're like, you, I was imagining you guys sitting around one table in a closet with Hank there in the bed <laughs> and there was nothing else but there's like a whole world in here oh yeah, oh, yeah. everything is like there's there's room for everything you need here yeah yeah except for a pet really i mean for me i, but you so. have an entire... I think that it is a bit small for a pet yeah well, because the kitty litter yeah there's no oh, that's true there's no place where you can put kitty litter here without it just being a part of your life every second uh, i was looking at some pinterest boards for a friend former <laughs> guest sarah hadar who's looking to rearrange her apartment, which is the same size as this, plus a small bedroom, basically. Uh Yeah, I'd say so. (laughs) And um, somebody had converted an Ikea sideboard into a secret kitty litter thing. And I was like, so this whole huge piece of furniture inside is just a shitbox. Just like a cat goes inside of it? Something sort of like this. That's like way too fancy for cat shit. It's also in the middle of a room. Yeah. Can't you train them to use the toilet now? You can. I had a friend's cat who taught himself how to use the toilet. Really? That's... I almost peed on him one night. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> he was peeing in there first in the middle of the night. And you just like almost sat on him? Well, I went in to pee in the middle of the night oh, and wow. he was peeing. He was like, excuse me. He totally. Like, oh, had only sorry. Three, <laughs> he only had three legs. So he's really? balancing on a front leg oh, and two back legs. God. How has this not been pop of the week already? That cat was amazing. He's beautiful and he's the color of like a ginger biscuit. I imagined him as an orange cat when you said it. Special cats. I just he was amazing. They just taught alien. himself. Wow. Median Scott Falconbridge and actress Jessica McKenzie's. How does he cat. even jump up on he the passed, toilet? But great. He could jump up on anything. <laughs> Three legs. Yeah. I was tripod. just cat sitting for the first time, like, ever. Or maybe, I, yeah, I'm allergic to cats, so I'm not, like, a big cat person. Same. But I was 
Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I just put oven mitts on, and then I realized, really? yeah, that was like the the solution to all the problems. Hmm. But this cat had the biggest shits in the world. Oh, like just human shits in this oh. litter box. It was so weird. Sounds like not the maybe the greatest food for him. Yeah, I guess. yeah, maybe or like too much of it. Some cats are small cat. Really? Yeah, I would say I that's a like big problem. Little kids, you know, sometimes they have like giant. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That. That. Well, I still kind of have a nanny. Oh yeah, that's why I was like scared about doing the podcast because I didn't have that many. All my job, I've never done like a regular teenager job. No, no. You're always there. What were you? Well, okay, I'm Business 21 woman. now, so like all my stories would have been, you know, in my brain. I think people worked at like the mall or like I've never worked in a clothing store. And my first job ever was in a florist. That mm-hmm. still counts as retail, though. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it does. If money is exchanged for goods or services. Yeah. And then I worked in tourism. Whoa. And then, that was, yeah, that was it. Basically. When you worked in tourism, what did you do? Uh, she was, was a Statue of Liberty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was the aquarium. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I worked at Flyover Canada, which oh. is, yeah, it's like a r- ride downtown. You like s- strap into a thing? Yes. And my entire job for the first summer of working there was just explaining what it was. Yeah. <laughs> because no one knew. It's a bit high concept. It is. It's like, there's something wrong when you have to explain your business plan is like, so have you been to California Adventureland and gone on this one ride that exists there? Because <laughs> that's what it is. They they, the they owners, just copied it? Yeah, they went on Soaring Over California and they're like, this is great. Let's make this half an hour. And then they realized you can't make it half an hour because if you make it half an hour, everybody throws up. Really? So you have to, it was, it's exactly as long as it could be without everyone wanting to leave. How long is it? Eight and a half minutes. <laughs> wow. Is it because yeah. Canada's so disgusting it makes people barf? <laughs> no, because they've the already opened up America. Sickness. It's just the motion. Yeah. It's yeah. just but and pretty much everyone can go on it uh now. And I still when I'm talking about it right now, I'm completely morphing into pitch mode because yeah. what was the pitch? The my my you have to come up with as fast a thing as you can because okay. tourists are just walking. You're like yeah. those people that wait on the street to yeah. get you to donate to their That's what I did. Yeah. Whoa, but whoa. I didn't I wasn't aggressive about it. I just basically made eye contact with people and then if they <laughs> winking at everyone yeah, you see just one eye <laughs> hey sailor like one of those dolls that's, that's just that all, i never opens up and yeah. then it rolls backwards and you're like oh sally <laughs> <laughs> but i just stood there in my shirt and if people talk to you only you just the ride. <laughs> you know, like, i'll fly over again in the shirt i did my short <laughs> <laughs> and now it's a um yeah oh yeah Fly for Canada, it's a, and I would talk higher than I yeah. I do, and I would say it's a virtual flight ride. Uh, <laughs> makes you feel like you're flying from the east to the west of Canada, eight and a half minutes. What? Um, it's actually a thirty minute experience. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I can't even remember it now. Do they like well. spritz you with water? Oh and stuff? yeah. Okay, that's what I've heard about. Wait it. Wait a second. It's it's eight minutes, but it's a thirty minute experience. There's a back well, rub before includes, and after. And I'm not joking, you guys. That includes standing in line. <laughs> Like for real. Wow. They include standing in line and then they give you this weird, uh, like you just stand in this room and some videos play on all the walls. Yeah, like Corey Hart or <laughs> yeah, Shania Twain. You, you can make requests. It's Tim just, this, it's just <laughs> all these um, multicultural teens doing parkour. I'm oh not even joking. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Canada is now. That's what y- young Canada is teens to these people. Teens doing parkour. <laughs> My friend Simon does parkour and he's old. Really? Yeah. Oh, 
very fit. Let's get him on the podcast. Let's get him in Flyover Canada. And see he how would he make does. fun of me so badly, I'd cry probably. Let's do oh, it. This is He's going to be so mean. It's not a good friend. How do you know this person? <laughs> One of my other mean friends, Dave Shimka. <laughs> Did he do parkour on you as a threat? Yeah. Was it like violent parkour? Yeah. No. Like. He's bringing it with his flips. Back to fly over yeah, okay, Canada. Sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I was into Simon's the very mean, too. and I'm afraid that he might hear this. Right, <laughs> then yeah, I will never hear the end of it. Subtweet you. Um, so then, so you do that room, and I think that's actually very smart because most people think that that's what they spent twenty dollars. Oh on. my god! That's <laughs> and like, what the fuck? Then there's another safety video, which is also included. Okay. In the- experience what do you have to be careful of during your barfing eight and a half 30 minute experience there's not i just don't take off your seatbelt and jump into the void i think that's it <laughs> there's a chasm right beneath yeah you. there is literally because it's the old imax they oh. gutted it and put in like the 180 degree uh 3d screen i would throw up so hard yeah yeah good thing we're not tourists in this town mm-hmm. yeah. because but i know people who live here who when their family comes to visit from out of town they take them there they can go to the capilano suspension bridge they can Way do so fun. many things okay. there's people that live in the city that are like oh man i do it for my birthday do it any excuse i can i think it's the best really? thing ever yeah I it mean. actually made it easier to sell because there's people that are coming back once a month and you're like holy can you God. get like a season's pass no, they should do that. <laughs> is it very beautiful? Because it Canada is, really is incredibly beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Is like really just beautiful. going and there was, walk down the street. I think they beautiful. did a great job. Yeah, yeah. Because there great. was that thing that they were selling. It's probably part of this that was just like a DVD set that was just a helicopter filming flying over so Canada. What I think that might have been was their original. <laughs> yeah, thirty minutes try. Product. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then they were like, "Well, what do we do now? We had to cut it down. Make to eight it minutes. immersive. Yeah. And you see, like, yeah, you go from east to west. You see Vancouver. You see cities. We all see like the big thing and then you see the, like the real northern lights at the end Ooh, yeah, that's cool. pretty cool that and it really, really does cool. feel like you're flying the first time you do it yeah but still i mean when you're trying to sell this to like a family of four and you're like this is going to be the best hundred dollar eight minutes of your family's life <laughs> wait it's like 20 <laughs> yeah 25 bucks a person I think it, yeah whoa that's a lot that's a lot Good that's- math. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like oh well it's the same price as getting to the aquarium but yeah. that's the whole day yeah the aquarium is way fun but yeah. like you when, can wonder what's going to happen to the fish. Yeah. If they're treated well, cry yeah. a little bit. There's penguins. They just banned uh, whales and dolphins. So oh. Any go, opinion on that? Um, I think they should be free. But also, I mean, I'm all for rehabilitation for those little lost puppies. What are they called? Uh, guppos. They're called guppos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on my wall of many things, I have a drawing that I made of a whale and her baby. Oh. <laughs> Very nice. Biosa, famous Vancouver Aquarium whale and her baby. Uh, not a fun story. Don't look it up. Uh, anyway, I got a, a year's pass to the aquarium once and went one time. So yeah. It's great for families, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I went a lot. I, my little sister um, is 14 and she asked for a pass to the aquarium for her birthday and she lives in West Van. And I was like, you're not going to use it mm-hmm. enough. I guarantee like you're not going to get on the bus after school by yourself and be this cool aquarium kid. She's like, I'm going to do my homework there. Oh, wow. Guarantee she has not gone. Really? Yeah. Great idea. For She's a 14 year old. It's yeah, really that's, far. It's hard to get there. Really far. It's also like not a fun, easy bus ride no. for anybody. Yeah. No. It's kind of like a drive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't think I've ever bussed to the aquarium. I did and it was a whole ordeal and i think yeah. that's why i never went back yeah um, i mean it's the same thing when you go to the christmas market or whatever or the not the, Chris, the christmas market the is christmas the train i was thinking the christmas train i did the christmas market for the first time this year that's a retail nightmare where is that oh it's, it's in <laughs> the other side of canada place where the olympic okay. torch is um and they just 
make this outdoor market where you can buy German paraphernalia and buy food, but it's <laughs> freezing and pouring rain. So it's just like rain on your food. <laughs> That's directly. not the way it's supposed yeah, to go. Yeah, it was awful. And we went the first day it snowed and then turned to slush immediately. Oh, yeah. So everyone was like miserable. Yeah, that's Vancouver in the winter. What did you buy to eat? We got a pretzel and we ate it in an ATM vestibule. (laughs) And then we left. Very festive. It it felt like an advertisement for Cactus Club because there was a Cactus Club right there. And I just kept hearing people like, let's just go to Cactus Club. Let's get out of here. (laughs) Those are paid actors. Yeah, probably. Yeah, those were the hype men for Cactus Club. I had to eat at Cactus Club a lot with my last couple of office jobs boyfriends i thought you were gonna say boyfriends i was like oh who are these mugs you're dating (laughs) yeah one of them for sure really like cactus club yeah but Um, i do for work too yeah because it's just one of those places that everyone can find something to eat and it's yeah yeah. there's always one somewhere and i had really like i had built a whole persona around not eating at these restaurants and then was hungry at some point and had to cave in you have to swallow your pride i uh went to cactus club once as a joke because i had been making fun of it so hard and then i was like how funny would it be if we just went there and like jokingly was just like hey hun what do you want a salad yeah mm, sounds good and so we went and then we were like okay 16 dollars salad this is really (laughs) mediocre yeah but frighteningly consistent yeah that's the thing like you're really just going to be like i don't want to have a great time but i don't want to have a bad time either (laughs) There was a guy yeah. sitting at the table next to us who I'm pretty sure was like a weird pickup artist, though. So it was fun oh, just no. trying to overhear him a little bit. Was his hair processed? Like, did it have highlights in it? It was. I had a lot of product in it. And he was wearing like sunglasses inside. Oh, boy. Real warning <laughs> sign. Eh? Yeah. Were they on the back of his head? Like, um, <laughs> to cover his other set of eyes. Yeah. His yeah, reptilian to cover eyes. Cover Voldemort's face. Yeah, exactly. He was wearing a turban with Voldemort hidden inside. But, uh, guys, uh, Harry Potter, I've seen them. Um, <laughs> I also had a plan with former guest uh, Jarrett from Tough Age that we were going to pose as a couple on Valentine's and go to Cactus Club or Earl's or Moxie's or something and just, like, stage a fight, like an improvised fight. And we were like, this is going to be the best idea. And then we were like... Let's never do that <laughs> because it was just like the, there's too many of those people just around us that are not joking and it's real. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. This is a Valentine's Day episode. Yeah. Or as some people say Valentine's Day episode. <laughs> Countdown to V Day. Vapita uh, say. Episode. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Did you just make up a new language? Yeah. I like it a lot. Um, I have a retail dream that involves Red Robin. Okay. <laughs> Every story of yours about Red Robin is a dream. I love it. So my friend Sarah Hadar and I have been eating at Red Robin pretty consistently, at least I'd say five times a year for the Whoa. past couple of years. They have an extensive uh, gluten-free menu and they make you sign a waiver now that you have gluten-free stuff. I think you only have to sign it once because they didn't make me sign it this time. But we wait, went. Wait, sorry. What is yeah, the waiver yeah. for? <laughs> so, like, if you, I don't know, get crazy toots, you can't okay. sue them oh. uh, for food allergies. Because it's not like clinically gluten free. Like, it's made in a. It's made in a yeah place where there's gluten floating. But around. they do use like different utensils and a different grill and stuff like that, which most places won't. That's yeah. good. Um, but we've discovered this place, and I have a lot of theories about it. That Red Robin may be an alternate universe, and we enter it, and we, <laughs> or it may be actually an alternate universe's waiting area in their airport. Oh. Um, I was 
for a while convinced <laughs> everyone that worked there until a guest told us me I was wrong. Uh, everyone that worked there was imported from the U.S. because they were so friendly and so nice. And it's oh. so strange in there because it, it has strange carpeting and strange thematic decor, art like and, yeah. art. And there's like a James Dean poster on the toilet or whatever. Wait, he's on the toilet or it's... Yeah, he's on the toilet. <laughs> it's hot. I <laughs> he like had it. too many french fries. <laughs> but they were free. Um, Wait, there's free french fries there? Bottomless. Bottomless. Oh. And they're pretty good. So Sarah and I first started out our day by going to a float tank and then sat in a, a weird neuro something chair, which I actually really liked. It's like being on an airplane, but with music and you're not flying and it helps you relax. Oh. And it was really good. The float tank part, I get bored. Yeah, but it's still really nice. But I'm like, I'm singing songs by myself. You're like Homer Simpson when he goes into the <laughs> sensory deprivation tank. Yeah, it's how, not for me. How long was it for? Like half an hour or something? An hour. Whoa, you could go to fly over Canada so many times. For it's probably about yeah, this, if know, the line it's is twice long. as much. <laughs> and then the chair thing, I loved. I don't know what it's called, but the, it, you're like in a pod, and you get a blanket. Is and it the cold? It's not cold, but okay. it's like you're still, so they make sure that you don't catch a chill. And then all this white noise hits your ears and music and vibrations at different parts of your body. And uh, <laughs> but you, you got so excited. Your eyes got so sparkly. You're making gesticulations. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and um, then afterwards, we celebrated being so relaxed by going to Red Robin. And, <laughs> I love it. Um. I really like burgers, so <laughs> and I like that I don't have to worry about getting sick when I'm there for that reason. So we get up the stairs and we walk in. It's a little bit busy. Uh, Which and location? The downtown one? The downtown one. Okay. The other one that I've been to is never busy. <laughs> yeah. And the hostess asks if we could sit over here and she pointed at a table filled with a child's birthday party, like a huge table just filled with a birthday party. Wait, and I, to, she wanted you to join she the party. You to sit be in near the them. Oh, okay. sit near them. It's Sorry. yeah. She's like, "Would you listen? Who you so these strange children?" And Will I was like, their "No, cool aunts." <laughs> yeah, I'm a cool aunt. And then this really impressed Sarah. I said, "No, whoa!" And I love it. The hostess was like, "I wouldn't sit there either." And then she took us to a great table. And then we had a really nice server. And then I was really shy. But the last time I was there, I left really expensive supplements on the table <gasps> that I had just bought. And I was like, you wouldn't happen to have um, these uh, Echidation Golden Seal capsules that I loved here a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and then the woman came back and she's like, we do have them. Holy oh my shit. God. And they had tied, they had screwed the top on so tightly, like to protect it. Right. And I was like, thank you so From much. And then we had the most delicious lunch and we laughed really hard. That's amazing. And it was the greatest. Fuck, I wow. want to go there. So fun. They have a lot of veggie burgers. I'm not really a burger person. Oh, they've mm. got lots of other things like sizzling things. And I've only been there once. My, I think my Red Robin is um, Chili's. Oh, oh yeah. I've never been there either. I hadn't either. I'd always wanted to go because of the office. Yeah, Bloomin' Onion. Yeah, and just like just the <laughs> the lore in my head. Because yeah. I was like a obsessive, like five in the morning watching DVD commentary office fan. I think they also talk about it in Buffy too. I think they do, yeah. <laughs> and I also am a big fan of Buffy. Not in the same like change my life kind of way, but I do want to be a witch. That was my New Year's resolution. Really? More a witch? witch stuff, yeah. Well, I mean, you're not alone. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a good year to cast. I would. I lit some candles over yeah, here. That's good. We got a crystal no one. Yeah. yeah, there's a bunch of crystals over there. But you know what's weird? I have a weird thing where I'm like, I'm gonna be a witch with no crystals. Oh, I don't know why. I just want all the other. Alt They're stuff. a crutch. They're a total crutch. <laughs> so I. But I, Chili's in Alberta because they don't have it here. 
at all. No. So I've never been because I'm from here. I have a boyfriend who is from uh, Calgary and we go to meet his parents slash try Chili's. <laughs> yeah. He's from Canada. It's fine. <laughs> um, and I we went to Chili's and it was the best afternoon of my life. Really? Yep. They had a million drinks I loved. The waitress was about 14, but fiercely professional and kind Whoa. and like killing it. <laughs> and it was the best. And also, I I think everyone who has a bad experience there orders like Mexican things, yeah. which is like, don't do that. That's like, their mistake. Get a, yeah. Get, a, get Texas stuff. Get like ribs or whatever. I don't know. Then I come back this Christmas for to see his parents. And I'm like, the only thing. We're here for two weeks. The only thing I want to do is go to Chili's. And they've... <laughs> In the space that I've been gone in six months, have shut down all nine of them in Alberta. Oh, Whoa. Yeah, except the one in the airport. Did well, you go to the airport? No. <laughs> we almost did. We were like, we could just, you can get security passes, I think. To go. You could pretend to be dropping the US, someone off. US side? Of- no, this side, this side. Okay. I know, but it's like, you didn't fly there. Chilies. Did you drive there? We flew there. I don't understand why you couldn't go. Um, I looked at it from, because was, we, our flight was at seven in the morning. I was it like, didn't That's work with her schedule. Yeah, <laughs> okay, I understand. No, that. you're right. You're right. I probably could have made. It. I should have. What I should have done was when enough. I landed in Calgary, known about this whole no. closure. How thing. would you? You should have researched. If it matters so much to me, Alicia, I would have cared a little more. No. How would you anticipate nine? No, all five in Calgary. Alberta's not doing great. I know. No. Well, ugh, I mean, you can tell they're shutting like down the great a Every <laughs> <laughs> financial collapse. Wow. But um, so the the good thing about this is that I posted on Instagram an RIP, and everyone in my life is like, "Ha, so funny! You making fun of chilies?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. I hate that corporate chill." I thought you were gonna say chilies was like, "Thank you for keeping the dream alive," oh, uh, and then like made you a brand ambassador. <laughs> Well, that was my job at Flyover Canada. This could be my full-time career. I am so peppy. <laughs> I'm you full are. of gumption. You, you are. Yeah, Your voice just went up like an octave. So. Yeah, my voice is whack. <laughs> no, Sometimes it's... when um, Chris, my boyfriend, we live together and I just get too excited and he just kind of like, like not in a rude way, but he just sort of flinches a little bit <laughs> and I don't blame him. But that thing about like w- when you're working and you're trying to be like hostess or oh my voice at work mm. is so much higher. Whenever anyone answers the phone, it's amazing. Like I had a coworker mm, yeah. who was the most sort of sarcastic, like drawl, very witty lady, and she'd answer the phone. She'd be like, "Hello," and I'd be like, "Why? <laughs> why are you now like a tiny little baby doll? I don't understand." <laughs> Do you guys have a phone voice? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, probably. Oh yeah, because yeah. my mom, my whole life would go, "Hello." And I was like, who is that woman? Whoa. Well, it's how you have to turn someone on or off. <laughs> yeah. As Hello? a phone sex operator. Hello? 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 That's how I... That's, that's my, my phone like, sex voice. That's my intercom buzz voice is always, hello. <laughs> and people know that Jessica has arrived to the party. That's fine. Jessica, do that's you have smart. a retail nightmare or dream? I have a retail dream. Uh-huh. And a nightmare, actually. Whoa. And they both occurred in the same place. Wow. Uh, I... I'm trying to do more shopping at various grocery stores instead of just going to the same terrible couple expensive places near where I live. So I'm like, oh, if I've got an hour to kill in between meetings and I'm working on the North Shore, I'll go to the giant chain store that's there just because it's close and they have some interesting options there and so i killed literally an hour walking around and because it's a big box store they i guess it's just for people who have giant homes and many children because (laughs) it was a nightmare because there was things that i like needed 
things that I would buy there and they were so cheap. It was like a Costco type situation, but they were so huge. There was no way I could fit them anywhere in my home. And it was, it's just like such a paradox. I don't, it was just like so unfair. So I was just walking around the entire store with just a loaf of bread in my hand for an hour. And then I finally was like, fuck it. And then I went and bought two things of ice cream um, because <laughs> they're really cheap. They're the like fancy cashew ice cream that I like that has a uh, cookie dough in it. Yeah. And then when I got home, Jay was in the shower. And so he didn't know that all I brought into the house was a loaf of bread and two things of ice cream. And then he had a nap after that because he's still sick. And I accidentally ate the whole ice cream while he was <laughs> asleep. <laughs> and then I was like, he doesn't have to know about this. But then I told him anyway. And he he did like what you do. Like he, his voice just went up like a couple octaves. And he was just like, what? <laughs> like He was so shocked. And uh, then I ate the whole second one the next day. too. <laughs> anyway, where am I even going with this? Oh, yeah. Okay. The dream that ex- I experienced at this weird store. There was a bunch of firemen there, <laughs> and I guess there was just like a slow day for fires. Mm-hmm. Um, Not in, in uniform, your... they were they weren't in like their the full like yeah, put <laughs> uh, in their pajamas. Did they have a shirt on? They had uh, <laughs> sadly yes. Um, they weren't like Joe Manganello hot. <laughs> I mean, in my mind, I'm remembering now just Joe Manganello times like ten. Um, <laughs> so handsome. He's so great uh, and so funny. Anyway, uh, they were wearing like zip up fleece, I don't know, warm up jackets or whatever. And they were all said like North Vancouver Fireman Department. And so I guess they were doing a potluck or some sort of like staff dinner or something because they were all I saw them in all different departments. And then as I was sort of creeping on them, trying to hear what they were saying, um, I heard one of them say like, oh, this is going to be delightful. (laughs) And then I tried to look to see what they were buying. And all I could see was brown sugar, broccoli, and an onion. (laughs) And I was like, maybe a stir fry. What are they making? Maybe they're just confused. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe they're making a blooming onion. Oh. (laughs) Unglin. Blooming unglin. Unglin. The country of unglin. Anyway. Firefighters would go to Chili's. Totally. You saw, well, chili hot. Yeah. Anyway, that wasn't the point. I just could just imagine a bunch of cool guys in Chili's. Sharing a blooming onion? Anyone could go to Chili's. It's the best. <laughs> except Canadians. Ugh, except me. Yeah. It's okay. You'll you'll go to I America I think there used day. to be a Chili's on Granville Island. Really? No. There was something. It was really bad. Seems well, there's so... the keg. Yeah, yeah no, it was enough. across. It was right when you go on to Johnson Street, like when you go on to the island. Right, like where <laughs> fish come. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's bonkers. Yeah, that doesn't seem like it... Fits the brand of Granville Island. Or Chili's. Yeah, yeah, parts of Granville Island aren't actually owned by the government. So oh. there's some weird things that kind of creep put in there. There's like places where people just like weave looms and stuff. And yeah, then they like those places or make brooms. Yeah, like artisanal brooms. And this is not me like knocking those artisans. They're really cool. <laughs> yeah, no, but they're very expensive. Yeah, but if you want to be like you a, want a handmade broom, I mean, a yeah. crystalless witch, you I know, I know. invest in Someone a else f- brought this up recently. They're like, are you going to get one of those fancy brooms? Because you're a witch now. What does it mean to be a witch to you? Well, I made a, a Pinterest board <laughs> about witchy stuff. I've been buying colored candles and doing my oh, prayers with them. And I nice. smudge a lot. I would smudge a lot. I would have offered to smudge, but Alicia's allergic to sage, so I wouldn't want to go through that. That's because I'm a devil. <laughs> yeah, that was. I wouldn't have said it. <laughs> no, you're just a sageless witch. 
Sageless Witch. Yeah, I'm a yeah. Crystalless Witch. Yeah, that's fine. You could use cedar. Fine. I do like cedar. Or like, what's that Palo Santo stuff? Is that a type of wood? It's good. It smells good. Nice. There's a really um, beautiful store near where I live called Harlow, and they have some nice smudging sticks uh, for people in Vancouver. If you got demons. You got demons. You got a yeast infection. <laughs> Yeah. Whatever. Bad Wait, fight. Smoke it out. A smudge get, it out get rid of a yeast infection? I mean, yeah, for it sure. Seems like everything gets rid of a this, yeast infection. We are doctors. Uh, take that to the bank. Witch doctor. Um, so, Maddie, uh, do you have another story for us? I don't. Well, I kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I did. But what? when I listen to the podcast, like whenever I listen to guys tell stories, their stories are like, oh, yeah, and this person was annoying. And then a lot of most of the stories for women are like, I was harassed in this funny way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And this one is very much like an inappropriate story, but I was just, I was serving um, at this place, which is no longer a thing. Oh, it isn't? No. I never went there, so. No, it just became this bar called the Blenheim. Oh, okay. The Blenheim. Is it a public house? Blenheim, right? Yeah. Or near Blenheim? (laughs) Yeah. public house. It's like, but you would never associate it with Blenheim the street. You would associate with like being on 4th. I don't know. I think it's a bad name. And I think uh, apparently those people were really mean to the people that worked there. But so, yeah, I'm okay throwing a little bit of shade. Yeah. Um, But because there were those people really, the people that worked there were really good to me. I would also like to say that on the record. And Duncan, like he's one of those people, almost everyone has a good story about him. Like very big supporter of comedy, really nice guy. And he's not there anymore. But when he was, I was working in this weird back room and people like the worst kind of people want to go to the back room and just be served back there. But like some you get like they're OK with you taking a while because they're doing their own weird thing. Right. But then the one time and you there's also they're not sitting anywhere. They're just standing playing pool and like hanging out. So you kind of have to go. Yeah. But then now I'm like this weird hostess woman who's coming around you know okay it's not really the same as being a waitress going up to a table there's not that like natural boundary and you're like a and this guy just like girl there was like tw- yeah exactly that's how i felt there's like 20 people back there and this guy just kept coming and like trying to get my attention i was like yep i'll get to you in a minute and then eventually he just like stuck his hand like into my hair up <sighs> the back of my neck and i was like do not touch me which i'm still very proud of myself for doing because yes. i've been in other situations where i haven't done that and then took probably the rest of the orders went back to the bar and was like this guy's like touching my neck and my hair to get my attention like Ooh. to my face not like be from behind which would also barf, be weird barf, barf. Yeah. All, barf. all terrible um and then i was like i'm not gonna serve them anymore and they're like that's totally fine we'll just tell them to come to the bar like it's fine and then i just sort of hid from the whole table until i realized that at the end the guy was like bawling <laughs> like crying really hard and then he comes up and this girl's like hey he's really drunk um he's sorry <laughs> and i was like okay don't touch servers yeah and then he's like i didn't know like yeah you did come on but also he was if crying, crying in such a way then yeah. you know that you did something wrong but it like. would just remind me of like new year's eve crying you know <laughs> like, you just hear like that kind of drunk crying it was so funny so that's the story Wow. Gross. What a dirt. I've been thinking yeah. of, of, I said to Jessica before you got here, like the, this week I kind of broke some healthy patterns I developed around social media where like if I went on Twitter, I just like did something funny and then like, got yeah. off as quickly as possible. And uh, I've been reading a lot of tweets and uh, of course there's like always horrible stuff happening and the Me Too movement is like uh, Me Tooing and, <laughs> and bringing up a lot of stuff. And really like when i go back into the time that i was your age 
and more things like that happened to me. Mm -hmm. And even if it wasn't part of the dialogue, I do believe that men knew it was wrong then too, Mm -hmm. but they could get away with it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So it feels a lot like it's nice to see that people are getting their comeuppance, but it's also like bringing up a lot of stuff. I think for a lot of different people, a lot of generations are confused by what's going on. And I feel very uh, lucky to be in that kind of in-between generation where baby boomers that don't understand what's happening, who weren't (laughs) able to articulate or help Mm -hmm. my generation, I'm now like feeling enlightened. Or they are just straight up being antagonistic, being like, oof. You just need to grow some thicker skin, girls. Oh, yeah. Like the yeah. Christy Blatchfords of the world. The Margaret Atwoods. Yeah. I don't. Uh, Makes me mad. I've been French great. Women. Oh, yeah. Like all of a sudden, all the like. Everyone French is like. like ah. Bridget Bardot today. I was like, God damn it. But what did yeah. she say? She was just like, denounce the Me Too movement. Like, um, yeah. Nothing's going to be sexy anymore. Yeah. It's like, okay, well. <laughs> She's still sexy. Like, yeah, you're still, yeah, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Um, Prove us wrong. I uh, started listening to this podcast. That's all about uh, like the history of Hollywood. It's called, you must remember this. Okay. Former guest uh, Regan Taylor recommended it to me because she was like, oh, I've been listening to this like 10 part series about uh, Charles Manson. It's really interesting. So I was like, I'm subscribing right now. I was like (laughs) drunk when I did it. And then I was like, I guess I have to listen to this. But every single episode, I'm not just listening to the Charles Manson one. It's like all about just Hollywood stories from all of like the 20th century, basically, since Hollywood was a thing. And basically every story I listen to, I'm like, well, by today's standards, this man is a rapist. He's a pedophile. Like he should be in jail. And it's all just like, oh, he was just a like a sexy guy and you're just like ew no like all these stories about like sean penn and warren Beatty. i listened to a couple episodes about madonna and i was like you don't treat madonna that way yeah sean penn was always garbage bag though from all accounts i had no idea he was such a until recently as well yeah he's like threatened to kill people and like yeah so violent yeah and all these people because like i guess i you know was oblivious to all of that when it was happening and so i just sort of like you know, come into some of these people's careers and personas like midstream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, and it's, you know, it's not public knowledge. You know, people aren't being like, oh, don't watch that movie because it's got like a horrible woman abuser in it. They're just yeah. like, anyway, yeah, I need so a vacation. Exhausting. It's yeah. overwhelming. It's yeah. I don't need time- a vacation from being supportive and part of the movement. I need a vacation from just Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I took one. I just deleted it because I don't tweet off of like from me. I just I tweet like Shark Tank uh, appreciation. <laughs> Whoa, chilies! Yeah. You got chilies and Shark Tank. I know I should tweet more about chilies, but it's just this. It's better yeah. than Shark Week and Forbes. So yeah, true. But it's my persona named Nancy Salad. She only talks about, and then I just I read <laughs> other people's tweets, and I I really just went like, huh? I don't think I need a week of this. Yeah, it felt really nice. Yeah. Try just like a week without it. I wish I could do a week without Facebook. Oh, it's really easy. I'm done with Facebook. Yeah, we, I wish. I only just check in on retail nightmares and occasionally yeah. post something, and I have Messenger, but Facebook is not for. I don't have it on my phone, but I just like. I wish I could for real, like, have a feature where I don't have a newsfeed. You can. It just doesn't, really? You can, yeah, you. I think you can deactivate it. I think. Whoa, you just witched up my 2018. I'm done with Facebook, though, because they they just introduced a new feature 
that's sort of, it prompted me to click on it. And it was like, did you know? And it's this thing where it sort of starts off status updates for you and then you're supposed to finish them. And it was this little thing that popped up. And so I clicked on it and I was like, okay, what is this? And they're all like, if I were a model in in another life, I would be dot, dot, dot. And you're supposed to finish it. And then it like, if you click on it. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm already like classically beautiful. Um, Facebook, don't you know? But they were all. (laughs) So I clicked through all them and I started taking screen caps of a bunch of them. And then I put them all together in one image and I posted it. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Because they were so, because Facebook knows that I am a woman. And so it was targeting, there was three of them that came up about hair. And one of them was worded so weirdly. It was like, between loose hair and a ponytail, I prefer. And I was like, this is not good content. Like, no, it's bonkers. But also out of context. Could you imagine if someone you don't know just posts like, if I was a model, this is who yeah. I'd be. That would be nuts. And it was like, if I could give my dad an award, it would be four. And there was like, there was a couple things. It was like the best wisdom my dad ever passed down to me was dot, dot, dot. And then there was only one about a mom. And it was like, I can't stand when my mom, and it was like a little angry face. And I was like, this is so sexist. And it was so like pro-consumerism. It was all just like, my favorite thing to do at the mall is, and I'm like, I love shopping when, and I was just like, what is going on? And I had so much anger. So yeah, weird. it sounds like the things Barbie would say when you exactly, pulled on the back. Exactly. Yeah, on the and former guest Katie Nordgren posted like, haha, I'm a girl. I don't know anything, which is like the Simpsons joke about that doll. Yeah. And uh, my friend Amber, who lives in New York now, who's a comedian, she was just like, it's crazy that the answer to all of these is piss. And I was like, well, that's <laughs> clearly I should have taken that angle and just answered them all and been like, piss. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she's great. One day I hope to get her on the show. Um, but yeah, it made me so mad that I was just like, why am I surprised? And then the things are coming up too now that are like 10 years ago, you did this on Facebook and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like it's all these like people who have, you know, I've distanced myself from them because they're abusers and stuff. And I'll every day I have to check my memories to be like, okay, what things do I have to delete now? Because seeing that guy's name like makes my skin crawl, you know? True. Anyway. Risk present? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm done ranting. No, good rant. It was good. Rant. The worst present ever from a family member. The worst present ever from a family member. Worst present. Yeah, what's your yeah. worst present ever from a family member? Oh, yeah, it was a family member. So it was, um, I got a children's Bible. Oh. Yeah, which already, not great, but... <laughs> This was the same version of the children's Bible she'd given me two Christmases in a oh, row. Whoa. So oh. couldn't even keep track of no. the gifts. Or she didn't give anyone else children's Bible. I have two other cousins. You knew very you close. Yeah. yeah. I was like six. <laughs> she gave it to me two years in a row. She doesn't give anyone else the children's Bible ever. Because you keep sinning. You don't learn. <laughs> I guess so. I'm the child of divorce. She was like, uh-oh, this uh-oh, kid's going to need, need some God. <laughs> yeah. Extra hard. That was so, my worst present. Does it have... Uh, pictures in it is it mostly like yes, a, it does it's just a it's just like a picture book of like the the more child friendly they're not the yeah, crucifixion <laughs> no or the any of the slaves or the selling like and creed like you yeah. got off easy kid invention of uh circumcision who's that guy i think it's all jesus stuff but yeah it'd be even funny if it was the old testament yeah. for children. <laughs> i'm sure they have that probably yeah i i had i had one of those too because my dad like midway through my childhood was like i'm religious now and my mom was like what oh wow <laughs> and so like he would sneak things in like that and my mom would be like no you want to read like Arthurian legends instead and I was like same thing but better <laughs> uh, like cool parents uh, 
or half cool yeah part cool i think that all the parents you think are cool when you're an adult are not the parents that you think are cool when you're a kid yeah it just doesn't translate it's parents i thought were cool when i was a kid were like very family centered Mm -hmm. right like Like a sitcom family or something no more like Like really good at being families oh yeah (laughs) yeah like there was a family down the street for me that i was like pretty much obsessed with and i thought about them quite a bit today um, because they used to always have the priest over for dinner on the weekends. And sometimes I would be invited for dinner too. And there was a big article in the Globe and Mail about that priest dying. Oh yeah. I saw you posted it. And, and I was like, I wonder if that's the priest that you were talking about. No, Different no, priest. this is uh, father John's and he was a lovely man and he devoted himself to the homeless people in Montreal for his entire life and made huge differences for a lot of people. And he, he passed away. Uh, yesterday and at 89 and when i was a child when i was six and seven and watching him from across the table with his beautiful uh clothes and thinking about like how cool it would be to go to church if my family would go to church like we were catholic but we didn't go to church until we were teenagers when my parents became religious oh kind of like your dad yeah but like even later yeah well i guess i was like 10 or 11 when i had had my first communion and then is that normally That's like normal. when you're no, six? Yeah. No, it's something? like six usually. Oh, really? yeah. Six, yeah. Oh, I don't know. So I was in class with <laughs> six-year-olds. Oh, and cool. I was at a new school. It was very embarrassing. But I've always wanted to be part of that kind of family where there's a lot of people or there's a family down the street that I also really loved. And the mom had a, their whole dining room. Instead of having a dining room, they had a full-size loom. Whoa, that's so for cool. making like is really cool. That's beautiful sweaters, and they were really that's into like yeah. growing their own food oh, and eating yeah. like things that weren't refined. And the boys were so smart. And I remember for Halloween one year, Jeff made his own costume, and he had one of those beautiful handmade sweaters that you see people wear now, but it had a puppy on the back. And his brother had one with a horse. And my mom was she sewed beautiful clothes for us, but she didn't know how to knit. So I was so envious of this very warm looking sweater, and it was so rustic looking was that their halloween costume no but he he borrowed his brother's horse sweater Mm -hmm. and then his whole horse costume was just a toilet paper uh core core oh he painted like paper he painted like a uh, (laughs) nuzzle (laughs) and i'll put an elastic around his face like everything they made was homemade and my mother had made this beautiful witch costume for me and like just really exquisitely sewn and very fancy but I wanted this like garbage like, outfit that he's like, my mom thinks it's cool. It's a very creative. But I don't boy. know. Like, I still think that they're pretty cool families, but yeah, I, I never liked like the good. families who had cool parents that were like into talking about sex and doing drugs. I was always like, these don't seem like good parents. Yeah. It made me yeah. really nervous because I knew those things were probably not good for kids to be around. Mm. But uh, shout out to my friend Jade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my man. friend Carrie. <laughs> I, th- I guess, like, in retrospect, yeah, my parents were the coolest because, like, my mom was just like, let me tell you in depth about every single episode of Star Trek and then we'll watch it together. <laughs> Your mom loves Star Trek, too? That's why I love it because I oh. watched it, like, from birth. Oh, my gosh. She named her dog after a character, like, my childhood dog, Scotty. Scotty. Uh, and Jay and I are watching, like, the original series now and I'm just like so beautiful like everything is just like purple like purple light and like yeah. soft mm-hmm. lighting and all the close-ups just have like this intense stylized light over captain kirk's eyes i'm just like am i falling in love with every character on the show again i don't know 
A lot of cheekbones oh. on that show. Yeah. Oof. What? And a lot of eyeshadow on men. Like Spock has a lot of eyeshadow going on. Yeah. Like blue. And it is. I like, um, I saw this thing on BuzzFeed that was like just men wearing lipstick and I was pretty into it. Oh, I love it. It's great. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. Um, there's a movie called Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence that uh, has David Bowie in it. And it's like a it's a very like depressing movie because it's about like uh, soldiers in a Japanese prisoner of war camp. But one of the Japanese actors in it is from a band called Yellow Magic Orchestra. And like he just has full on makeup in the whole movie, even though it's a period piece set in like the 40s. And it is beautiful i've been like googling a lot of images of it lately and showing them to people being like look how great this is sounds great uh anyways check it out while we were just saying that i just realized that my parents were like because my parents are split and my mom and my stepdad were for sure the cool parents because they were like actors and like really attractive and like just like cool like people who had boats and stuff whoa didn't work out that great no i'm just kidding um, <laughs> and then my dad and my stepmom were like the worst and no one would ever come over to their house and like they were just like angry fitness nerds and oh. they would yell at kids <laughs> so i had like both sides yeah I think. yeah like relaxed and uptight yeah like relaxed and glam and like mec wearing brown rice eating nazis on the mm. other side but not in a hippie way just in a just in a military rude way yeah Did they hate like things with fat in them they hated like i don't even know it's so confusing <laughs> my dad <laughs> he's like one of the people i know that like sucks up the most to rich people but oh. also then talks about things are like of the bourgeoisie before people started calling things bougie hmm. just really confused angry man yeah the first word was bourgeoisie and yeah. then bougie came after i so know your dad was first <laughs> my dad was first but that's why i still it. don't like that word when people say it yeah i it just makes me think of candles yeah every time someone says bougie i'm like they're a candle person yeah I candles I'm like, too. Oh, bougie. <laughs> and then that makes me think of like bijou and then i'm like jewels, oh, jewels. and then i'm like crystals <laughs> all just circles back most importantly, though, what's your favorite grape? Yes, <gasps> please. Ah, what's your favorite grape? Ah, what's your favorite grape? If you want to have one, you don't have to What's your favorite grape? Okay. <laughs> My favorite grape is those ones that are dark purple that you can squish out of their case. What? Yeah. yeah. I don't know what they're called. Oregon. Gushers. Oregon goop guys. <laughs> but I'm for sure allergic to them. Oh, no. And I they make your mouth itchy? Them. Yeah. Those are Concord grapes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're the best grape. They're my favorite grape. It's normal that they make your mouth itchy. You just keep eating them. I thought that's really? all Sometimes grapes. I get all the way up here with the itchiness, and then I stop eating. Like, but I don't stop in my mouth. Once like for, my whole face starts to get itchy, then I stop. For the listener, wow. Alicia just sort of traced a goatee of itchiness <laughs> yeah, around her true. face. <laughs> <laughs> the goatee okay, wow. that extends over the nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Are fashion you not trend. Are they just all the time? itchy grape? I think that's grapes. crazy. There's I like, don't know why. Something in the skins that is just a chem like it makes everyone's if you eat enough of them it will always it sort of makes my tongue and the roof Pineapples of my mouth are weird like that too. yeah mm-hmm. i feel like it's like sandpaper mm-hmm. but it's like not also a bad feeling i don't know 
But I'm Whoa. I'm okay, also I'm allergic to cats, and I just like, rub, rub my face in them. Yeah, a yeah. uh, great grape. Thank you. <laughs> great grape. Shall we, Peppo? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Peppo time. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Who's your puppo? My puppo is, well, I feel bad because I should have two, but I basically, my cousin had a baby and my uncle had a baby very within, nope, not together, <laughs> within a year of each other because my uncle's like 50, my cousin's like 28. I don't know. He's the youngest. She's oldest. It's a whole thing. It makes sense. But I haven't met her baby yet, so she can't really be my puppo, but I Skype her. And do you Skype the baby? I Skype the baby. Oh, so And then the uncle lives in Malaysia, so I hadn't met his baby until he's two years old. And he finally came to Vancouver. And he was—I was talking on the phone. I was going to meet him the next day. And they told—I—I I was very adamant that I needed to be Auntie Maddie because I, otherwise I won't be an aunt till I'm like forty because my sister's fourteen. Yeah, that's true. And I really want to be an aunt. So I said he after you, Auntie Maddie, because I'm also 20 years older than this kid. So that's yeah, aunt, you're an aunt status. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> and then he said on the phone, because you know you have to coach kids on the phone. You pretty much just say everything for them. So my grandma said, say, see you tomorrow, Auntie Maddie. And he said, see you tomorrow, Auntie Maddie. I love you. <gasps> oh. uh, yeah. So he's my papo. Whoa. So cute. So that's a two-year-old? Yeah. Wow. That's so smart. That's great. Didn't even need coaching. I know that was his only original thing he said the whole conversation without her just saying him just repeating and it was I love you. That's really cute. Thanks. Oh man. Who's okay. My papa. Sure. Okay. On the weekend I went this is a sort of not uh, traditional papa. I went to a park that was really pretty uh, called Lynn Canyon Park which is a North Van. Yeah. And I hadn't been there since I was a kid. And I guess I had forgotten like the majesty and scope and beauty of it. <laughs> or also maybe as a kid, like I didn't smoke as much weed. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so beautiful. Like, first of all, it was not even I feel like it was just so humid that it didn't feel like it was cold at all. So I wasn't even wearing gloves or a scarf or anything. And I took my jacket off at one point and I tied it around my waist like <laughs> some weird. Wow weirdo but uh and then uh, i was with former guest uh three-time guest loren smith and um we may have smoked a little bit of weed <laughs> part way through and then she was like oh yeah there's a suspension bridge here and i was like no 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 <laughs> i don't want that because i don't even like normal bridges that are solid and don't wobble and it, we were there on a saturday so it's like number one tourist destination uh, and we were there with Loren's dog, who's a Pomeranian named Ruby Smith. And so we were just like, what? A, what? OK, I guess we're doing it. Like we're going to this bridge right at the end. Like we had been, I won't say hiking. I will say like traipsing. Strolling. Yeah. Traipsing is good. It was there was a lot of stairs, though. Like I think I climbed 50 flights of stairs or something like it was a lot of climbing. We were both like Loren was wearing Doc Martens and uh a velvet like crushed velvet leggings and a, and a leather jacket like we were not we're not like the mountain equipment co-op <laughs> co like yeah i i refuse even though that's what everyone else was dressed like so we we approached the um bridge and i guess now when you're approaching like monuments there's just an area where people it's like a sort of selfie pre preparation station. So everyone's just like <laughs> making sure their hair looked good. Um, and so Loren and I were like, okay, we should obviously like put on every Snapchat filter, like 
partially making fun of the people, but then partially also just becoming them. And then we walked over it and it was magnificent. Even though I was terrified the whole time, I was also high. So it was like I was floating. So I was like, this is just a normal thing that people do all the time. It's just like walk through the treetops over like a waterfall. Uh, and then it's free. The whole thing is free, which is bonkers. So I guess my puppo is the canyon and also Loren because it was so magical. And then we were like, we need to do this every weekend. <laughs> uh, and let's let's see if we ever do it again. But it's still like, yeah, it's fun. I love it. Great. So, yeah, that's my very like West Coast. I don't know. Rainforest puppo. Who's your puppo? So many. It's going to be a little bit sad. Uh oh. But it's it's beautiful. Okay. So I drop uh, Hank off. There's so many puppos in the story. Just like if you were thinking like you need to take a natural break listening to the podcast and get a snack, this is it. Because <laughs> this is going to be my longest puppo ever. So on Mondays, I take Hank to this big vet near Burnaby. I get, get him in a cab around 7, 7.30 in the morning and take him there before going to work. And uh, I don't like going there because it reminds me of the place I had to take my dog when my dog had to go to dog heaven and it's like a 24 hour place. Uh, it's huge. It's beautiful. It's bright. It's very clean inside. And the staff is lovely. Like it sucks to get there on a Monday morning and the dog is nervous and they're so sweet. And when I walked in, there was a Shiba Inu coming out from probably being there all night and arriving and, you know, having his tests and everything. And the thing that's special about this dog is that he was completely white. Oh, whoa. And he was smizing with his eyes. <laughs> and he saw me and he smiled with his mouth. Oh. And he saw his owner, but he also could tell that I was a dog person. So he came towards me and Hank really? to that's say hello. So rare for a Shiba Inu. And that's what the receptionist mentioned was like, he was big too. He's like, he's like he was a Shiba Inu, but not quite. Maybe Did he have spots? No. No? Did he have um, like a big spot on him? None. Sorry, that was my dog. Sorry, freaking pure, out. white and very fluffy and kind of like thicker than a Shiba Inu, but that's what he was. Okay, like just okay. maybe on the diff- on the spectrum, just a he magical, was magical. Yeah. And Hank went to his appointment. I went to work, and then after work, I go back and I pick him up. And when I walked in, there are always just so many great dogs, and there's always a scared cat, and there's a lot <laughs> going on as opposed to seven o'clock in the morning. And a woman comes in with a pup who has passed. And it's just, like, so intense to be there and to see, like, a family lose their friend. And that's happening. And at the same time, a woman shows up with an ancient golden lab, which is, like, the best dog to get old. (laughs) Like, they they age so beautifully. They get, like, these, like, naughty little elbows (laughs) And they get fat and their faces soften and they just have so much compassion, it seems. Like they just seem so, they just seem so spiritual. And she's there and she's very uptight about her dogs, which I am not about Hank because I'm too tired. <laughs> and she's got like the, the treat pouch and she's there to pick up another senior dog. And that dog comes out and it's a great Dane senior. So, so it's probably five years old. Yeah. <laughs> looked Aww. really old and they were talking about the rehab that that dog's having and the whole time I'm just kind of holding Hank and thinking about everything that's going on, like all these different stages Intense. and, uh, Oh, it was great. And it was also really emotional and I was waiting for a cab and I always get a little bit nervous when 
It's only happened a couple of times where a cab shows up and they didn't know that I would have a dog and they've like refused, which makes sense. Like they're not under any obligation to take us and there's a misunderstanding. So be it. And the man picks us up and right away when he sees Hank, he just like lights up. And Hank is like, it's like, you know, he's so full of energy. Even at the end of a day where he's been completely stressed out, he's like, everybody is his best friend. And I'm feeling pretty sad about that dog passing. And then the cab driver, the whole way home, he moved to Canada, like when he's in his 40s, I guess. And he's like in his 60s or 70s, tells me like all of the dogs he's ever had. Whoa. And how much he loved them. And he's like, dogs are humans with four legs. And he grew up in Greece and he visits Greece. And he told me the story about how he had a dog like Hank, who was a poodle. And they found him somewhere. And it was their family dog for many, many years. And he's like, when dogs are sick, you, it's, you, know, you don't know what's happened. And it's so hard to figure it out. And one day they found their poodle underneath the bed in their vacation home, their family vacation home in Greece. And it turned out he'd been bitten by a snake. Whoa. And he survived Whoa. by a poisonous snake. It took about six months for him to recover. Holy shit. And he told me stories about his boxers and like all these just great stories. It's just <laughs> so nice to hear people share stories, period. But like sharing stories about all how much he loved dogs is like the best. So that they're all my puppos. Everything. That was great. All those moments. I feel like as soon as you meet a person and you find out they're a dog person, you're just like, okay, you're you're good. But that's not true. Dog people can be really weird. Yeah, too. I would like. Yeah. So, yeah, sometimes like there was a guy that was in the parking lot near work, and I was walking Hank, and he wanted to meet Hank, and then in his front seat he had a Malamute, your favorite, mm-hmm. and he told me about how he bought the dog for a hundred dollars from a person who wasn't taking him for proper walks and stuff. And he's talking about how, like, he's bonded so much with this dog. And then he saw a homeless person and was like, would you look at that? And I was like, well, you know, <laughs> like, I'm like, you have so much compassion for this animal. You care for him so much. But yeah. look at this this person, this man. So I don't know. I think that there are, like, good dog people and there's people that can't relate. I guess, yeah. I guess there's some people who, like, use an animal to be like, look how great I am when they're actually <laughs> dirt. Yeah, or I have trouble. Nuts. Yeah, I have trouble relating to humans and this is an easier relationship which it is sometimes yeah. everyone they're stealing pens off your desk and breaking into your coworkers' stuff and running away with it i Hank. would agree though that if you <laughs> if 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 there's someone that dogs love yeah that's that a person i'll trust more because yeah, that I I for sure that. is an energetic but they also might thing. just have like a ton of hot dogs <laughs> that's true you gotta check your pockets so, yeah <laughs> that's your test shoved up their butt so this has been Retail Nightmares Podcast. <laughs> I totally started saying that before you said that great joke. I'm sorry. No, no. Um, Maddie, if people want to see you perform. Yes. Um, I host very often um, Chords Comedy every Wednesday in Kitsilano. And then I have my monthly show at Little Mound Gallery, which is called All You Can Eat Laundry. And <laughs> it's my favorite thing. And if you've seen me there, uh, I've for sure been rude or stressed to you, but <laughs> it's a nightmare for a lot of reasons. It just, And I'm really lucky that a lot of people I know come out, but it's like by the end of the night, I just cry, even though it's yeah. the best thing of my month. That's organizing anything. Is yeah, shows are really yeah. hard. But it's still really fun. And then and then I met a lot of comedy in the city. Um, and both those shows are in the festival. So you can buy... This is Valentine's Day? No. <laughs> this is the countdown to Valentine's Day. Oh, countdown to Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's a countdown. It's our annual countdown to Valentine's Day. You can buy tickets for those shows. And also, like, all the, ba- all the local shows in Vancouver um, will have, like, their, their best lineup during this festival. 
So it's a good time to check out Vancouver Comedy, which I would really suggest because there's so many funny people. And a lot of them have been on this podcast, but... Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what... That would be my endorsement. Turtley. Turtley. Well, uh, this has been Retail Nightmares Podcast. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. If you would like to donate to our Patreon account, do it. We will spend it. Um, mm, That's it. That's it. Uh, We love you all. Yeah, we do. Yeah, me too. I love you. Yeah, (laughs) Maddie loves you too. Uh, Have a bloomin' onion if you live in America. (laughs) Can you say it with an accent? Bloomin' onion. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Can you say it with an accent? No. Uh, what accent? I don't know. I don't know. What accent are you? Who at? says bloomin'? Bloomin'. I don't know. Like a person British? from the UK? Maybe. Uh, Irish. Just bloomin gold onion. bloomin' onion. Oh. Uh, that's me and former guest Kelly Ogmanson's, uh, I don't know, band or something. Food truck. Uh, yeah. We're going into business. Look for us in 20 million. Um, yeah. Yeah. We got nominated for a Vancouver Comedy Award. Woo-hoo! That's not a thing that you can vote on. Yeah, how does that get decided? I don't know. I guess it's already decided. We'll we'll let you know if we, we win. We will congratulate Stop Podcasting Yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. also, Graham's hosting those awards, so I don't know. Yeah, that'll be a real James Franco. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, he's bad now, too. He's blacklisted well, from he's being so. mentioned. Uh, yeah. Come on, guys. You know better. Be better. Yeah. Men. This has been- and women, too. I would like to say this as my closing remark that ever for some reason guys have been telling me a lot of their bad stories and they've been bad too. Yeah. And I would love No um, one is denying that men yeah. aren't suffering. No, I know that. I know that. I'm just also excited. They just for didn't come up with a great hashtag. Completely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I wanted to say that, but I I feel it's true. It's okay. It's good to feel things. Uh we love you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.